Welcome to another episode of the Black Eskimo Podcast. I'm your host, David DaCosta. For me, um, I decided to take a break after all of that. After the hip, um, I think something happened with Pong Corp. Um, basically, the office closed, and I really didn't have anything to do, so I decided to go into the technical side of okay. tech. Uh, with my husband at the time, so I was helping him start the tech company. Um, and in the meantime, I was working with uh, the head of marketing from Linus Entertainment, uh, Jeff Kulowick's company, okay. um, record label. And, you know, after doing that for three years, we started together a renewable energy company, which oh. I, I was the CFO of and the owner of, and I took it public. Okay. So, so I left the music industry to go and do that. I just wanted to do something different, completely different, and still use my skill set. And I was, I was very successful. So at that time, I, everyone was around me going, you, you broke to the glass ceiling. You broke to the glass ceiling. I'm like, what glass ceiling? What are you talking about? Um, you know, because I'm here golfing with the Minister of Energy, the Minister of Finance. We're making deals. You know, we took the company public. Um and it did really well. And then I went and invested again in myself and my husband. And we started a, a, a digital agency, a small digital house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and our clients were Air Canada, Shoppers, Drug Mart. We're not talking about small so, companies here. No, no. There's no lane for what I wanted to do. So I, hear you. I created it. Okay. Yeah, I reinvented myself several times. Um, but then after the, the taking the company public, which I didn't enjoy the experience, mm-hmm. it was very, very stressful, 60-hour weeks. It was very, very hard. Writing a perspective, not an easy thing to do in mm-hmm. your 30s and having two babies at the same mm-hmm. time at home. I, I decided, you know, I don't really need to be a superwoman. I can just try to look for companies to invest in or people that are like-minded like myself, mm-hmm. that have certain skills that if I could find them, invest in them, you know, I can make a business out of that. Sure. Um, and that's what I have been doing. Um, and then that's how more music management kind of came out of uh-huh. that so, need for me to be like, I need a corporation. I still want to do management, mm-hmm. but I don't need to be on the road with the artists. I don't need to be holding their hand. I need to be more of that. mention of BMO, um, I, if I'm not mistaken, I heard Air Canada in there as well? Air Canada. So when, 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 did, when, did it, when did it become more streamlined into just music now? So did, so did you kind of back off of those uh, non-music uh, entities or non-music uh, operations? Yeah, I, I, there was such a need. Everyone was calling me back. Like, like every time I would turn to go away, I would be called right back in, like, help. Mm-hmm. Help. So mm-hmm. I believe the time, uh, you know, it was Divine Brown, 
mm-hmm. was trying to get Herkber off the road, mm-hmm. Drew, mm-hmm. Jordan, uh, Michini, uh, Michini, but by then Michini, but by then Michini had already done her thing though, for the most part, yes. Yeah, because I, because I, Michi Me, well, but Michi, more, no, I agree. She, she did divert, yeah. she did diversify her career, but Michi Me had really started to take off from the from the eighties. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But but you know, people wanted her back, so I was like, okay, I'll I'll dig in there and you know try to get that going but, for so, these artists. So, so that's that's really my role was to work with a manager. Um, I'm the other half of the manager, right? I'm the CFO half. So. Absolutely, very, very, yeah. very, very interesting story. That's a, that's a lot. Obviously, I, I checked out your website. I was like, oh, she's had some pretty major clients. Wow, excuse me. Because the thing about it, here's the deal. This is my take on it. Um, you know, love Canada. You know, Toronto's a great city, but we we yeah. don't really have the same kind of framework. Uh, as say in New York or in LA, we just don't. It's just it's a different it's a different situation out here. So wh- when I see people who've amassed a certain resume and experience here in Toronto, not that it doesn't happen, but it's not that common. You know, I, I, no, I guess not. It's not. It's um. not. Like I, I'll give you. Okay, I'll give you an example now. Looking at the uh, the Zoom video, for instance, now or Zoom Zoom conference or meeting, um, and I looked at Master T and. Ian, I only I only really crossed paths with Ian more recently, um, but I, I I was aware of his uh, I was aware of his events. I've been to some of his events going back, you know, amnesia over the years. But he made mention he was talking about Master T, and he said, you know, and and listen, and I and I'm not this has nothing to do with you. This is my impression. He basically categorized Master T as greatness, and I thought, wow, Master T is greatness, really? I, I was surprised by just that kind of uh, description because. Master T did his thing. I mean, he wasn't much music. He started off with the mix and or extended mix and on and on and on and got to interview big name artists. But I never saw Master T in that light, though. Like I didn't, I, I could not compare Master T to someone in, in another country, uh, in another market. I just found Master T to be, um, and I'm not listen. I'm not knocking Master T. Kudos, kudos mm-hmm. to Master T. But I just found him to be a very average guy, and I don't think I don't think what he did as a VJ. Um, Really constitutes being categorized as greatness. I don't. I don't. I think in the con- I think in the context of Toronto, he's a bigger player as as a as a black man. But I don't really see him as a great as greatness. I, that, that's just my impression. Is that what you're saying? Sorry. Well, you have to you have to really look at what greatness is. I mean, right. He's out front, and he was really one of the only black men that you could I, see I, on TV. Right? There's Michael Williams. Right. Michael Michael Williams is not he's not Canadian. But you know, he. I think he came. No. From, I think he's from Buffalo originally. Yeah. I'm not. Am I right on that? Yeah. So, yeah, but to right. me, I guess what I guess what it is is here's what it comes down to. We don't really, not even we don't really, we don't have a star system in this country. So it was it was very difficult for me. In fact, the only time we really produce stars, well, we don't really produce them. They're born and raised here, but then they become stars when they go to America. So the point yeah. I'm making is. I'm not saying that we need America to substantiate who we are. I just feel that when I think of Master T or even a Michael Williams, I don't I don't associate greatness with them. I say I think they're they're, they're they've been very accomplished in their fields, but I don't very, very but I don't yeah. but I don't I don't regard them as great to me. And that's not a knock on them. That's not a knock on them. Well, 
Like you know, you know, great, you know, greatness is to me. It would be greatness to me. They were able to have their own network and their own show, and you know, you know, greatness to me is greatness to me is like a is like a Bob Marley. Greatness to me is like a Michael Jackson. Greatness to me is like a Prince. Like not not Michael Williams or or Master T. I'm not knocking them. I'm not knocking them. Yeah. Yeah. That's just my impression. Yeah. That's my impression. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess to kind of to bring it all together, uh, in 2020, how would you juxtapose the American reality with the Canadian reality, the Canadian reality with the American reality in terms of entertainment on a whole? So because you because you've covered various aspects of the business. So when you look at music, you look at film, you look at television, how would you compare the Canadian oh, reality gosh. with the American reality. No, because if, if we're, we're in that time now where even though we are not on par with what's coming out of America, you know, we're talking 10 times the population, we're talking about a country that has a, gr- a very great emphasis on entertainment globally. But where, w- where would you, how would you compare Canada with America from an entertainment standpoint? From entertainment? Um, yeah. I, I, we don't have to talk. I, I feel people see things that they're able, they think they can do it, um, it's a whole other thing to go and do it. So, like, you know, the work ethic is not necessarily there. They need to practice. They need to really hone their craft. I, um, and I'm talking about the Canadian. Americans, there's so many of them that the top, the top, right, the ones that have honed their craft, they're going to rise to the top. They're going to see them. Like, you know, nobody can compete. But what we're working with, uh, we need we need it on all levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, I don't know. I always thought, oh, money is going to fix it. Uh, it's not money. It's the work ethic. It's ah, the, the, know, the hustle. Trying to learn to be professional, learning mm-hmm. your craft mm-hmm. over and over, so, it, so that it's it's natural. Um, Second nature. That's what I feel is missing. Ah, yeah. okay. But I, I, you know, when I think about it, I think it's I think it's just a different philosophy, a, a different spirit in terms of mm-hmm. uh, when you have the kind of infrastructure that America has and has had for decades now. It's very different. It's very different coming up in Canada and maybe even looking, you know, south of the border and aspiring to what they're doing. It's just not the same reality. So I'm wondering. I'm wondering. No, they're, they're hungry. We're not hungry. But that's what I said. That's what I'm saying. I'm thinking. From, I'm, no, but I'm thinking ideologically, uh, the spirit, the, the the philosophy is very different because we don't have that infrastructure. America is largely about entertainment. We we are more, and I've always said this. We we are more about infrastructure. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, good roads and bridges and neighborhoods, and that that's what we're into, and that's why our standard of living is a lot higher than America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, per capita. Yeah, yeah that, that's apparent. Yeah, that's yeah. really apparent right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can see the difference. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I got, I gotta say, I gotta say though, I, I'm, I'm fascinated because I, I knew some of what you had been connected to, but to hear you really tell your story and you know from where you started to where you are now, uh, I tip my hat to you, my sister. I really do. Thank you. Not a problem. Not a problem. I have to say thank you, thank you, thank you for your time. And yeah, I wish I hope you. This is recording properly. It is. Re- <laughs> it's recording beautifully. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, but, great. You know the internet people, you know, wavy sometimes. So. No, we're good. We're good. Everything is good. Yeah, I've done. I've okay, done this great. too many times. Yeah. So, but thanks again, and I wish you all the best with everything. 
Yeah, thank you. All right. Uh, no. Reach out again anytime if you need anything, and maybe uh, I'll, uh, I'll pass this on to other people. Well, you, you know, you do what you like to do. I will send you. A, I will send you a link. Uh, I'm, I'm probably gonna break. Okay. I'm gonna probably break this into two parts. So I'll send you a link for the first half of it tomorrow, and you'll get another one by Thursday. Okay. All right. Like all Thank the you. all the best. Okay. Okay. Take okay. care. Take Stay care. Fun.